0: you're listening to ggr pirate radio don't be a juice bag
1: we a refuse for great geeks because round here we don't get deep we don't care for the hate speech that's why we ain't mainstream, so we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too, say break ye, break eat, refuge, refuge, break ye, break refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here, we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here, we don't do that.
2: And now, so are you. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am the host of this podcast, but I'm also the editor-in-chief of our website, it's greatgeekrefuge.com. Lots of great content, lots of great podcasts. Please check them out at your earliest convenience. Joining me on tonight's podcast, I have the one and only uh, Mr. Cool himself. His name is MC
1: Brooks. Sir, Caps win. Woo! Always
2: a good thing. We also have the second co-host of At The Diner. You know him, you love him. Recently promoted. uh, He's got 10 years, as we mentioned in the last podcast, but also too, uh, his office hours are um, Tuesdays and Thursdays uh, from 4 to 5, so if you need time, make sure you schedule it. His name is Professor James Rambo. I wonder
1: if he's on mute.
0: He is on mute. You're on mute. (laughs) Are <laughs> you like that? <laughs> what if I'm
2: unmuted and you guys are muted the whole yeah, well, time? You
0: think about the fact that maybe if you can't hear me, no one can hear you. Oh man. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just gassy, so I'm muting my mic. <laughs> <laughs> so you all have to hear me burping fart all the time. <laughs> we appreciate that. I'm looking out for uh, you and our listeners.
2: You hear that? You hear that? In America, he cares about you. He doesn't want you hearing his gaseous emanations. And if
0: you really want to hear those, my <laughs> a link to my only farts will be set up
1: on the official
0: GGR website. <laughs> my
1: only farts. <laughs>
0: Like just dude, you, like the cover, like a
2: cover photo of just like you and like a t-shirt, but just a pair of underwear, no pants on, and like making that like pose where you have like your one index finger against your lips, like mm, am it's, I doing something naughty?
0: It's <laughs> that, but it's like it's more like the Morton Salt girl. Uh, no, 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 wrong one. Wrong. I'm thinking the wrong thing. Um, the, the copper tone. Copper, copper, copper tone. tone. Yeah. yeah and, but it's you know my pants are just just barely down so you can see the top of my crack. You know, real sexy like. Um <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh fuck. <laughs> for the people who for are willing p- to pay.
2: GGR is for the children who have
0: money.
1: <laughs> for the children. Oh my god. So I
0: I keep meaning to share this and keep forgetting. I before the election it might have been it might have been like right after the election. Um I was uh, drive. I, I was driving somewhere to, to see about maybe buying a, an office chair and I was coming back and I passed by a house that had a lawn sign out and it said Wu-Tang is forever and it was so exciting <laughs> it, was, it looked exactly <laughs> like a standard like Biden or Trump or whatever the fuck political sign which said Wu-Tang is forever and it was fucking great makes me so happy.
2: I have to dig through my photos, but I will find it and I will send it to you, gentlemen, because sometimes in your life, pre-pandemic, you're having a rough go of it. Things are just they're difficult. And you're out at, let's say, Denny's, and you're having pancakes, and you're eating your pancakes, and you're enjoying them very, very much. And you look down at your plate, and you're like, man, when is life going to turn my way? And you see that your remaining pancakes that are left over have formed the Wu-Tang W., (laughs) <laughs> that's the universe telling you that everything's going to be all right. And that happened to me. <laughs> Unintentionally. Didn't mean to make the Wu-Tang pancake, but that's what happened. Because, again, Wu-Tang is for the children. <laughs> so let's, let's jump into the episode. Uh, there are two wonderful, wonderful, wonderful television shows on right now. One on Amazon Prime, the other on uh, Disney+. Plus. And I'm sure that you guys have heard of one of them. Uh, and that would be the one on Disney And that is the Falcon and the winter soldier. But the one you may not have heard of, cause I hadn't heard of it until I started seeing some of my friends on social media, discuss it uh, MC and uh, Rambo also kind of hipped me to it as well. Uh, and that's invincible. Uh, we're going to talk about both of these. I want to start with the lesser known one. I want to start with um, invincible because I want a little backstory on this. I know it's a Robert Kirkman thing. So for all of you walking dead fans, right up your alley man like if you like kirkman stuff you'll like this because it's got his same kind of like sense of humor um and but like his same storytelling um stylist stylistic choices and um i mean i've i'm enjoying it i have a couple of issues with it overall but nothing that is like taking me out of it nothing that's been where i've been like oh fuck this show no it's just been like it's been like this is weird this doesn't really make sense but yeah like um so far MC takeaways on this. Are like, nope, are you well, enjoying this? Well,
1: well, well, the only thing I was going to say is, spoiler alert: if you have not watched the show, <laughs>
0: heads the fuck up. We're going to talk about specifics.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. We, we're getting into the first four episodes that have been released. So, yes, you,
2: for both this and Winter Soldier.
1: Yeah. So, so if you yeah. if you if you're if you're unfamiliar, like this is this is the time to go watch, come back and listen. <laughs> um, there you go. Okay, so I had no idea about what Invincible was until uh, I saw, I think, uh, last Friday, a week ago, it was all up and down my timeline with with people talking about this new show. And I remember seeing something about it fairly, like a a couple months ago, but it didn't stick with me because I was unfamiliar with the property. And it was one of those things that I was honestly going to, just be like, well, you know, I'll check it out at some point, you know, like I'll get around, I'll get around to watching it. I have a boatload of other things um, that I'm, that I'm currently invested in. Like I'm still rewatching the original Justice League cartoon, which is uh, still holds up still really awesome. Um, So yeah, I was like, I'll, I'll get around to it whenever I get around to it. And just seeing everyone talk about it so much, like I generally don't succumb to peer pressure, but I was kind of like, all right, well, let me just see what this is about then, because everyone will not shut the fuck up about this thing. <laughs> so let me let me see what this is with let me see what this is, and it's been pretty awesome so far. Um, it kind of it kind of I'm not gonna draw a direct comparison to what I'm gonna compare it to. But it kind of gives me the same vibe i got when i was watching the boys for the first time in terms of like i did i kind of went into it not really knowing what it was and became pleasantly taken aback once i saw exactly <laughs> what it was um now obviously this is not this is not the boys uh, well not until you get to the end of episode one at least <laughs> it's not the boys. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, kind of, I, I kind of you know, liked that. I kind of went into it not knowing exactly what it was, because I, I did find myself very much enjoying, um, these first couple episodes that that have, that have been released. Um, kind of like Mike, I do have some issues with kind of like the pacing of it. Um, I did, I mean, they, you know, if, if they were trying to hide who the villain is, then they have done a really poor job, unless it was intentional. Which in which indications seem to imply that it is, but I would have preferred if they had just kind of kept it a bit more under wraps um, until like a, a little bit later in the season. I don't even know how many episodes this is going to get. Um, I think but it's eight. Eight? eight, eight, okay, per season.
0: So we're okay. halfway through.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. well, this is the perfect point to to do like a I guess a conversation about it. Then since we're halfway in, um, and like. They're, like I, I have some issues with some of the character, with some of the like character interactions and the the pacing and uh, just some of the like there's some stuff that I watch and I'm kind of like, like bro, you just learned to fly like yesterday, like you're already like a pro at it, okay? Because um, I, I I generally don't really like when they when when superhero stuff does like that, like oh he just learned how to do this two seconds ago and now he's a master at it
2: um i actually just on that point specifically i i've actually kind of enjoyed that that um i've felt that he hasn't been the best at it he still struggles to land like he oh well,
1: yeah with that yeah yeah,
2: yeah. and like it, it's I, yeah from that aspect where it's like you know this is new to him, so I, I have kind of appreciated that because it seems like every other person is just like, yeah, I already know how to do this shit, even though I've never done it before. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, like I, yeah. I personally have thought that's been kind of cool. But does it mean, um, yeah, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I, I mean, all in all, like I've enjoyed these first couple episodes. Um, I'm curious as to what, like, how. I'm curious about like where exactly it's going and kind of how. It's going to come to a head when the when when Mark figures out that his dad is uh you know kind of like the villain because um, because based on today's episode it seems like they're already kind of planting the seeds that the wife I can't remember uh, his uh, the mom's name right now Debbie Debbie yeah so it's, it seems like she's already kind of got like some some seeds of doubt planted in terms of you know like he may not be telling me everything like even after. Uh, even after the uh, the stuff with um the the stuff with him saying that um, Cecil was trying to blame him for the murders and the rationale, like it just you like for me it didn't seem like she she believed him all that much, but she kind of went along with it anyway. So I'm I'm curious to see kind of where it's going to end up. And the other thing I'm curious about is something I think Rambo can can answer. Uh, for me, which is kind of how accurate is is it to the the, the actual source material? Because I always like to see, even if I don't always watch or read the the source material that stuff gets based on, I often like to see like what kind of differences or changes, if any, are made between you know the original vi- uh, vision and what gets adapted to an animation or TV show or, mo- or movie or something. So actually, that'd be my transition for Rambo there, like. <laughs>
0: uh it, honestly if thus far it's it's almost one to one there's there's a couple things like i don't remember the mummy being in the comic at all so that might be a whole new thing i i could just be fuzzy on it because it's been a little while since i read um the earliest parts of the story but i think that whole sequence we get at the beginning of this most recent episode is brand new um but aside from that, like the character designs, the the, the overall look of the show, um, certainly the plot, there's been like minor deviations and things here. Like there's a running gag through the first like 20 or 30 episodes where, um, you know, the way that Mark realizes he has his powers is he's taking out the garbage uh, at the burger place he works at um and he throws the one bag and it just sails into the air um and in the comic what ends up happening is it lands in like france i think um and people start worshiping it as like a gift from the gods um and at one point a guy uh starts like giving people shit about it like you're all morons this is ridiculous um and i mean and this this is a spoiler but it's it's not an important one um mark graduates high school um what? and he does God i know damn it, rambo and and during the the graduation they all throw their um so their mortars yeah mortarboards uh they all throw their mortar boards up and marks just keeps on going and the people and he ke- and and you cut to the guy um talking about how like you know you're all so stupid and this is ridiculous and they're like oh you're so wise and it lands on his head and (laughs) they start worshiping him as a god um (laughs) they're like oh my god um so there's stuff like that uh that you know you know we saw that we saw the garbage land i think in um uh in london in in uh, at buckingham palace um so there's like you know minor deviations, but overall, yeah, broad strokes. That is, it is straight up like we just took the comic and we animated it um, with some you know, and and like the other changes they made. Like I think it's really cool the way they're making a more diverse series out of um, a not terribly diverse comic. Um, like I didn't realize, I didn't I didn't really even think about this, but there's at least three characters, four actually uh, that are, um, like they never say that Mark and Debbie are white, but they never don't say that either. Like there's no specific cultural heritage. They, they seem to show. Um, and in the, in the house, uh, you can see that there is, uh, some art up on the wall that I, I'm pretty sure is, is in Korean. Um, and Sandra Oh and Steve Yoon, who are voicing Debbie and Mark, respectively, are both Korean. Uh, so, you know, and, and like the way Mark's eyes are drawn is a little different. His complexion is a little different from what like the way it would be colored normally, uh, at least in the comic. Um, so it seems like there's an attention to detail there. Uh, Amber is, I mean, like her name is Amber. Um, <laughs> Amber is a white woman in the comic uh, and she is voiced by Daisy Bates uh and she is a black woman uh, zazie, zazie, thank you be-
1: zazie beats yeah
0: does he zazie... is it not is it not Bates? i thought it was Bates. i thought it was pronounced like the last name was different like it was like german
1: that would be oh i mean if, the, if that would be news to me i've always known there's zazie beats but either way, it could be that yeah either way that woman
0: the one we were talking about uh she's voicing the character and so the character looks a lot more like her uh and jason Manzukis is voicing rexplode and Rex is a white dude in that comic. And here they've almost made him look, you know, he has like an olive complexion, um, almost more like a Greek guy. Uh, so there's, there's a cool attention to detail there um, that I really appreciate. Um, yeah. Overall, I, I'm, I'm digging the, the, the look of it. I like the Corey Walker, who was the initial artist on invincible with Kirkman. um he has a thing about like starting a book with somebody and then like finding somebody else and then the next person just draws it for like the next seventy issues. Um, Corey Walker was the the artist uh, initially going in, and he actually did the initial character designs for the majority of the characters for the show. So it's really cool to see his style be the basis for the animation, because there's definitely like the looks of certain characters. Like if you, if you just did a, um, you know, just a freeze frame and pulled a still from that, it just looks like a panel from the comic. Um, Mm -hmm. like, uh, uh, Black Samson, Black Samson in particular, like the shape of his nose is spot on. Perfect. The way Corey Walker draws it. Um, a guy named Ryan Otley came in after, after Walker did and Otley drew invincible up through the end of the series, like 170 180 issues um so it's it's and, and, and it's funny enough like Walker's style lends itself better at animation than Ollie's does uh Ollie's is a little more detailed a little more dynamic um but yeah like overall i think it's i think it's really successful in in the things that it's successful at i think the problem is like mike mentioned there are some plot issues there's the execution of a couple things like so you know, I mean let's just say, you know, the Guardians Glow get killed at the, the, the end of the first episode, right? Wait, and let's let's not like
2: just Yeah, like, let's not blow past that because there's, that fight scene <laughs> There that is a there, there's a, there, a their, fucking intense ass fight scene.
0: Their yeah. murder is brutal and incredibly violent. Um and that is actually a thing that happens a lot in the comic. I seen not a lot, that happens consistently in the comic. When violence comes into play, and it's not just like Mark stopping a bank robber or some shit, when it gets violent, it gets fucking violent. We're talking like compound fractures, exposed brain, blood everywhere. Um, and for, I mean, on the one hand, it's it's titillation. It's meant to just be like, oh my god, look how fucking violent this is. But on the other hand, it's well, there's you know, superpowered beings punching each other, and if you can't hold your own in the fight you're going down and it's not going to be like oh they fell over they're, they're dead now oh no so sad it's going to be <laughs> brutal and awful um, I have to be very careful about what I say because I don't want to give anything away um, but uh, uh, one of the things I really like about the show, the show what, what the show is doing in the comic overall is when you have those moments of violence you're like oh well, this is just going to be what the what the what the the series is going forward. It's just going to be crazy violent all the time. And it's not um I always kind of described it when I would sell it at the store as the, you know, it's it's a, it's a standard kind of superhero story and then something terrible happens and then they write the ship again. And it keeps it goes back to like more standard superhero fare. Um so you get these like Uh, 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 like seismic spikes of activity in terms of the brutality of the violence. Um, But then it always kind of like comes back to an even keel. Um, I think you could have absolutely kept the murder of the, the Guardians and not given away who did it. And oh, yeah,
2: you change the perspective sure. on the ca-
0: on the camera angle, for instance. Like... And you and you could keep it be uh, you know you you could, you could keep it so that um, Nolan is there, and Nolan is getting hurt, and it's later on that you you get the reveal of like oh well Nolan was getting hurt because Nolan was fighting them and trying to kill all of them. Yeah, um, yep. like that would have been really powerful. And instead, you get you end up with these moments of because like, don't get me wrong, in the comic, it, it happens very similarly. It just doesn't happen as soon. I feel like it happens like three or four issues in, maybe even like toward the end of the first trades, so like maybe even like six issues in. Um, but it's it's made very clear, like, oh, Nolan Grayson is not the man you think he is. He just killed like the Justice League straight up. Mm-hmm. Um but in the series you get less time spent with him and Mark so there's there is a very much a feeling of like alienness from him and it it ends up being kind of like you know hand-wringing uh, like
1: <laughs>
0: There's a lot of shots of him like capital E evil um yeah which is frustrating because When you get those moments that are, you know, between him and his wife and him and his son, there's, there, it doesn't feel, um, like what you're getting is genuine, but that's not even really it. It's, it's more that, you know, there's, there's, you are fully aware that what he's saying is probably bullshit. Um, except when it's not, And you, as the viewer kind of have to assess that in the moment, as opposed to being able to watch through the series, get these reveals, then go back and reassess what's happening. And you can pick up on the subtlety and the little cues and things like there, have, again, without saying anything about specifics coming forward, there have already been allusions to things of what's to come and the ones that they've, they've done well, they've done really well. Um, like little tiny things in the dialogue that I know represent other stuff. Um, and like, you know, certain settings and places that, that I know, like certain things are going to happen. Um, they've been really good about having those established. Um, but yeah, like it's, it seemed like that, that big reveal was really paramount to the way they were pitching the show um and i think it would have been just as effective if you kept the the murder and the violence without giving the who the like the who done it of it and like maybe if you you've deviated more from the comic and you had it be that mark was more involved with the investigation of yeah. what happened with the guardians as opposed to the hellboy analog um you could, you know, then it becomes like, I was talking to to my buddy Elvin about it and he was like, yeah, then it becomes like an episode of Columbo where the audience knows who the killer is. It's just a matter of like, how is Columbo going to get them to slip up? Um, So yeah, it's, that's frustrating. Um, And like all the performances are great. Like J.K. Simmons is Nolan, uh, Nolan is fantastic. Um, Steve Yoon has been awesome. Um, I have no complaints about anybody's vocal performances aside Mm. from, (laughs) Mm. (laughs) and it's, it's, it's it just feels like, like it's miscast. Walton yeah, who, you know, we are big fans of, uh, fingers crossed fan a uh, friend of the show uh, <laughs> um, no, maybe uh, we need to reach out to both him and uh to both Timothy Oliphant. Both. yeah yeah um oh my god i just like <laughs> you, you guys are so cool uh, <laughs> hey, um, hey hey, hey
2: do, you, do you remember do you remember and uh that in, in justified like the, the one time <laughs> yeah
0: that was that was awesome when you when you were wearing the cowboy hat you remember that, you remember that? and you're like you like pull the gun you're like bang oh yeah 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 that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, um, Walton Goggins is, is a phenomenal actor, um, and I think he could be doing a better job as Cecil, um, which isn't to say his performance is bad. What I mean by that is Mike hit on something really well in terms of Walton Goggins' voice sounds younger than Cecil looks. So there's this disparity when you hear it come out of his his mouth and you're just like that's not you like that doesn't line up the way it should um honestly like they could have just
2: you could just leaned on clancy brown like he, he like i mean he could have done it i mean he he has the ability to make his voice sound old you know like i just i there's yeah, some that's, grit that's missing oh yeah and yeah and, like I love, I love me some Walton Goggins, but man, like he just does not sound old. Like he, he's probably what, he's gotta
0: be in his 40s, probably pushing 50. Oh, sure. Like he, he doesn't have a old sounding voice. He has a youthful voice. Yeah. And, and and Cecil, particularly with like, I mean, you look at Cecil, that is a dude who's seen some shit. Yeah. Like he, there, there needs to be some, some, some grit there. Some like, you know, and like not necessarily a big powerful guy, but something that had like, you know sounds like it's been you know kind of scraped raw um i mean like the scar on cecil's face is a really clear indicator of like that dude has been through it and yeah yeah it's that's frustrating and particularly considering the fact that so much of the rest of the voice cast is so fucking good <sighs> shit fucking hiccups um yeah. <laughs> that when you when you get to those scenes like it, it's definitely growing on me and I'm getting more used to it to the point where it doesn't bother me nearly as much. Like I was never really like, ugh, that's terrible. It's more just like that is incongruous. That does not really fit as well as the rest of the yeah. it does. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm quite in terms of that.
2: Oh, you're good, man. So let me hit on my points and then we'll get on the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, it's good. I'm enjoying it. It's it's fun. And like I, I'm, I'm really enjoying how as Mark grows with his powers, he's getting more comfortable and I'm getting a Spider-Man vibe from him where he's like kind of snarky and funny. And like I saw the most in this most recent episode when he goes to Mars and like he's talking to the Martians like that was funny as shit. And like,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I really
2: I really enjoyed that. But I also like how they're alluding to stuff and how like those weird little brain things like took over that astronaut and like. Oh, wait, one got on the guy's suit. Oh, shit, we're bringing it to Earth. So, like, we're going to get some more dope superhero shit. But, like, I love the characterization. I love that they're not making these characters very, like, binary, black and white. Like, Rex um, Rexplode? What a piece of shit that guy is.
1: Yeah. God, I
2: hate him. And, like, Jason
0: Mantzouk is so perfect.
2: Oh. <laughs> Like, I cannot stand his ass. But, like, the robot? The robot's doing some some really funny shit. Like,
1: yeah. But, like, <laughs> funny.
2: Like, both, like, he's had a, a couple of really great lines. But also, too, like, he, he's up to something. But, like, when he's like, oh, I didn't realize how fragile your human nerves were. Like, I was like, that's... Outstanding. Fucking Zachary Quinto, man. Yeah. 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 Um, So far, the, the surprise hit of this show was when Rexplode... Picks a fight with Monster Girl. Oh yeah. And Monster Girl just <laughs>
1: tears him to pieces.
2: <laughs> that him. ass. Like Ooh, she what did she say to him? She was fuck just fuck like ears. Yeah, she said some, yeah, she said something about his like about his dick size and he was like, What'd you say to me, little girl? And she was like, Oh, I'm sorry, little, like your dick. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then she just beat seven shades of shit out of him. Like it was
0: yeah, like, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, That's fucking great! <laughs> yeah,
2: um, I really like that. um I when fucking Omni Man saves the day against the invading aliens and goes back through the portal and like just lays waste to their entire planet. Yeah, I was just like, again, we just know that he killed the the guardians of the globe, like. So he's not really a good guy, but there was something really satisfying about that. He just he (laughs) he 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 killed every person, every person's wife, the wife's family, their
0: dogs, their trees, their (laughs) plants. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Mike Lunsford, big fan of genocide.
1: Yeah. (laughs) They kept coming to Earth and trying to take over Earth, man. I told you they, motherfuckers right? three times. Right? Like, why would, you, why would you keep populating there knowing damn well they, the heroes show up to fuck you up every point?
0: Yeah. Like, what did exactly. I say
1: in the chat? Like, why don't they go to Kansas or somewhere? Like, start small. It's take absolutely. over town, yeah. work it give to a town. I would myself a no
0: prize city. in that I'm going to say the reason they keep populating in the same place is that is the only place they're able to break through on Earth. Yeah. For whatever man. reason, there like that. That's that's the the point where it's like a there's a, a you know a, a thinness in the membrane between uh, uh, between worlds. Yeah. Well, Omni Man went through that membrane.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> Boy, showed him that you, you don't fuck with Earth. Like again, Oof. he's 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 probably the villain of this entire series. At some point, we'll 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 discover. But like <laughs> still. yeah <Probably. laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, just saying, he, he's kind of a murderer. But like, it's like the Punisher. You know, you really should be rooting for the Punisher to be killing everybody.
0: But you know, here we are. Like, yeah, but, but like, I'd say the Punisher isn't like. Yeah, he's the Punisher. If the Punisher was like killing hero cops, yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, no, if the Punisher no, was yeah. straight up like. <laughs> murdering.
1: I'm not
2: comparing the characters. I'm just saying the actual like wanton violence and death and murder because obviously there's a moral difference between the two of these because he was yeah. like hey all these people that I've become friends and comrades with over the years yeah I'm just gonna kill them all like Frank Castle's not doing that shit like he's got a certain amount of loyalty and he's got a, a certain moral code but like just the, the general like just like mass murder it was just like damn like it was again it was satisfying because it's like yeah that's what you get for invading earth but I oh, I got a feeling that that's there's more to it than that and that's <laughs> that's the thing that I like about, about this series so far than thank you <laughs> um, I, liked oh, I it want guys. to talk about so many, so many things. I know you do. There's so I many know, things coming. Know, uh, fuck. But that's what's great about it, man. Is I've I've really enjoyed it, with the exception of like the unevenness of some of the voice acting. But that's okay. You know, cool. I didn't really like the art, the art style to begin with. In fact, I think uh, Invincible's uh, super suit is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I love that. It's design. like I don't like I don't like the goggles. I think they look stupid. I don't like that weird little like head thing where it's like. It's gonna be sort of, kind of a mask covering like my ears and the sides of my face, but then my hair sticks out. Like that just looks dumb. Like hey and Gambit's been I like it for years. I don't like Gambit either. He can <laughs> kiss my ass. Um, there's something about his character that flies without a cape seems weird. I don't know why. I feel like I need that majestic flapping of the cape in the breeze. Like, <laughs> but as Edna Mode from uh, Incredibles has told us, you know, capes are dangerous and they can get sucked into jet turbines and things like that. So yeah. Either yeah. way. But that's, that's not enough for me to be like, oh, like the series. No, the fucking series is great. And I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And, yeah, I can't – I wish that I could have binged the whole, the whole thing because I, I really want to see how this is going to play out. That being said.
1: Uh, well, hold on. Go ahead. Um, for, I mean, one – and I got to shout out Rambo for pointing this out. But this series is, also has little Easter eggs. For uh for anime fans because it's very obvious that there are at least two anime cameos in the first couple episodes of the show with uh, Saitama from One Punch Man and Alphonse from Full Metal Alchemist or at least like a a version of Alphonse from Full Metal Alchemist and uh, Invincible and I think that was that's a pretty dope inclusion and it's very easy to miss if you're not um, if you're not necessarily looking for it although like Saitama is kind of has an iconic look like there's almost no one else that could have been.
2: One of the things that I'm interested in now is I want a comic book about seance dog. I want to read a comment comic about seance
0: dog. That just sounds really exciting to me. Like I'm not sure why. I'm, I'm wondering if they're developing something with that because in the comic it's science dog. And in walking dead, Carl wears a shirt that has a science dog image on it. Oh yeah. And so I'm wondering if either AMC is developing something, if AMC somehow holds the rights to that, which I can't see Kirkman signing that over. Um, but there, there's gotta be a reason they changed that. And I'm honestly not sure what it was.
1: He, hmm. he didn't, he spoke about this in an AMA like last week. Oh yeah. trying to see if I can find it, if I can find it on, on Reddit. Yeah, he because and, and, he he spoke specifically to why to like why that was changed why they why they changed it, and I don't remember what it is offhand. Let's see if I can find because I, I don't remember what subreddit it was on.
2: Either way, this is just exciting. I'm glad that I have this support structure here on the podcast that I have somebody <laughs> who's like, "Wait, I know this thing. There's something that he talked about. Yes, yeah, so but like, great job. Way to go, guys. Way to yeah. go, team."
1: to fill in space though I have a, I have a question for, for Rambo since you've watched since uh, you read the entire comic um about how long do you think this could run for like you know do you, could this be something they could get a couple like two or three more seasons out of oh dude
0: they could get a decade out of this easy um, yeah I mean more than likely this is going to end around the place that the Second volume ends. Um, I'm trying to think of where a certain event falls. Um, cause I know it, it, it's probably like the 10th or 11th issue is, is what's likely to be the eighth episode. Um, so you're looking at if they, I mean, if they didn't cut anything significant, um, uh, You could probably get like eighteen seasons out of this. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's. I mean, it it ran for a while. Like,
2: um, I mean, I don't think they're going to do eighteen seasons. Let's be honest here.
0: Like, it's possible, but I I mean, mean, I don't see. Yeah, I mean, if it if it if it does well enough, there's really no reason not to. Um, Total issues.
1: I found the I found the this the seance thing. Oh, nice! What is it? Okay. So he's uh, someone asked him, like, what's up with Seance Dog? Where Science Dog? And uh, uh, Kirkman responded, that was done because Science Dog Science Dog, is its own separate thing. It's not it's not a part of Invincible. It was just a separate idea that was featured in an Invincible, kind of like Tech Jacket, Wolfman, and Brit. So while oh, it's easy to okay. have those things appear in a comic, it's a legal nightmare to make it work in a show. So we'll have to see how those other characters are handled as seasons of Invisible pro- progress.
0: Okay. All right. Oh. Yeah. They are different properties. That's funny, but like to the best of my knowledge, he owns all of those. I guess hmm. it's, I guess it comes down to like licensing certain things to certain people at the same time. Possibly. Yeah. I mean, like and it's
2: entirely possible too that like with a lot of these he creates one thing and then like he... He can't just like throw it out there and just be like, OK, so I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want because there's like LLCs and other things going on. So like yeah. he, he literally could be running into like his own issues where it's like he literally could be like causing his own problems. But I mean, ultimately, like it, like he said, you know, it's just kind of a one off thing and it's not yeah. really that big. Of a deal, and the
1: I thing is, like. one of his uh, – I don't remember who the character was that I mentioned to Rambo the other day. Um, but one of his other characters did actually pop up in the same in the in the funeral scene, also.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, uh, fuck. It's not Outer Darkness. Um, oh, God damn it! What is the name of that? Um, this is great radio. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of the more recent um, image series he's done. Uh, I'm blanking on the name of it. It's I want to start with an O. Check
2: out the second episode where Mike and Rambo and MC all the Google stuff.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm looking right now to see if I can find anything about it, but um, ultimately, let's we'll, we'll move on to uh, to the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Check out in, in, Invincible. It's on Amazon. It's really enjoyable. Uh, you'll if you like superhero shit, it's right up your alley. If you don't like
1: Islands,
2: Oblivion song. Yes, there we
1: go. Yes. 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 Oblivion
2: song Yeah. Right. As we're wrapping up, that's fucking fantastic. Um, Yeah. If you don't like violence, uh, stay away for the most part, because it's (laughs) it's pretty fucking fucking violent. violent Yeah, it is. It is violent as shit. At the one point when the first time the aliens come and Mark is still like kind of like learning his powers and that old lady, he like picks her up and you can see like her ankle is broken and snapped like in like dangling there. I was like, oh, shit, that's pretty graphic for for a comic. Okay. (laughs) But yeah, still just really, really, really good. Let's talk about The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. This, I'll kick us off here. So again, spoilers for this too. Like, if you haven't watched it, like, first off, why are you listening if you haven't watched it? It's literally in the thumbnail. I put it on there. It says spoilers. Like, come on. Side note, like, I understand that everybody's busy. I understand that everybody has things going on in their lives. And like, I want to... I know how frustrating it must be to hop on social media, and the first thing you see is, like, people posting shit about spoilers from shows that you haven't watched yet. Like, this is a unique time that we live in where that kind of shit can happen. But, like, at the same time, too, like, maybe just unfollow the people that you've seen do that sort of thing before. Like... I also wonder if like – I feel like across the the geek realm, there needs to be like a uniform understood code of it's this long for movies. It's this long for TV because I made fun of uh, Game of Thrones fans because I remember with – when Infinity War came out, nobody spoiled it. yeah Nobody spoiled it and it was awesome. Everybody was tight-lipped. Nobody said shit and it was awesome. It was this like universal like – like wink and nod sort of thing where everybody just understood. You don't say shit about this for like two weeks, but like that game of Thrones last season came out and people were just going on Twitter and just going the fuck off like five minutes after it happened. And I was like, I was like, damn, I was like the same people that were bitching about this for, um, infinity war are the same ones going on here about game of Thrones. I was like, that is fucked up dude. Yeah. Cause not, everybody can watch this. And like, I wonder if there's a uniformity to it, but at any rate, it's a, Winter Soldier. I was going to yeah, say, it's, go
1: it's a big reason why, like Fridays now, I just I just know do not log on to Twitter before I've seen whatever Marvel show is, is out. Right. Whether it was yeah. WandaVision or how, I mean, actually, it's just, I should just say Disney Plus because the finale of The Mandalorian was spoiled for me when I opened Twitter at 6 a.m. But, like, I, I just have a rule for myself now that, like, I just, I, I, Facebook, I'm okay because I've only had one person spoil something um, on on Facebook about a show that came out. But Twitter, there's there's literally no way to avoid it because it like it'll be the top thing in trending.
2: Yeah, and I kinda, is not I, for spoilers. If yeah, you're, if you're trying to stay away, don't go
1: on. Although I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't get spoiled this morning because Marvin Gaye was trending, and for, <laughs> like, I didn't associate <laughs> with, with Falcon. I didn't really, I didn't understand why he was trending until i until i saw the episode i was like ah that's why okay but like of all the things to be
2: trending that that's that's like the the safest one honestly
1: yeah i mean like i thought something would have been trending like sharon carter or something baron zemo wakanda like i thought i thought something like that would have been trending at six in the morning because that's normally what it it would have been seeing marvin gaye trending at 6 a.m just maybe go oh okay Maybe it's the anniversary or something. I didn't think yeah. you know, Falcon the Winter Soldier.
2: Yeah, like but you mentioned her name. Um Motherfucking Sharon Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking like, shit up. <laughs> that is to quote one of my new favorite phrases to hear women lovingly refer to them as that's a bad bitch, man. <laughs> like she <laughs> like i was watching that and i was like i knew she was you know proficient because she was in shield and stuff but she was wrecking shit like there were like what like eight like hitmen that just rolled up into that like into those like uh shipping containers and she was like you guys are fucked and you don't even know it and she was just ruining their days and i was enjoying every minute of it i was like when did she become such a badass dude that is awesome and like I've I've absolutely loved what they're doing with the blip is what they're referring to it. Or if if you're unfamiliar with this new term, it's what they're referring to as Thanos' snap. When all those people disappeared, when half of existence was just gone in his snap, and then they came back five years later after the Avengers undid it. Like, I love that there's depth to this. I mentioned this when we were talking about DC and their failure to find a way to tie everything together. They've made this very, very... I was thinking about this today. Like, you you very easily could have made the unsnapping that Tony Stark did when he erased Thanos. You could have just made that, like, well, everything's okay now. And I don't think really anybody would have really complained about it that much. Mm -hmm. Everything's back to normal. Yeah, it's been five years, but, you know, we'll talk about it a little bit. But it's not really that big a fucking deal. But Marvel did the exact opposite. They were like, no, this was huge. Imagine if this happened to you you're sitting in your living room watching tv with your wife you you know hey babe i'm gonna go get um uh, some water do you want anything and she's like yeah you know give me some chips you bring the chips back and there's just a pile of dust there like how fucking traumatic that would be so that like this person comes back five years later and it's not just like a oh well there you are I Was wondering if you're gonna come back or not didn't know where you went like no this was this is super traumatic this was a very very big deal and they've made it a big deal And like, I just, I applaud them for doing that because they could have very easily written this off as like not a thing at all. And they've crafted the story so far that it's just incredibly entertaining. And like, I had no idea. Professor, you might need to um, educate me on this. I didn't realize that there was a black uh, Captain America that they fucked with and like experimented on. Yeah, buddy. And like, fuck yeah. Dude. Yeah. The, the fact that they did that one—that's real as shit because that's a dark part of our fucking history here in America. Like now,
0: the Tuskegee experiments. I mean, like, let's clarify: this please. was not an old story. This was a story that was written in the early 2000s. It's Thank you. Okay, because I had I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. Um. Co-written by Kyle Baker, uh, and he did all the art for it, I believe. Um. He was like. There's no fucking way that they would be testing this formula on a blonde hair, blue eyed white guy. <laughs> like that is not what's going to happen. No, they would be t- absolutely testing this on black guys. Um, and yeah, that's a hundred percent what the story is about. Uh, it's called truth, uh, uh, truth, uh, red, white, and black. And um, fun fact about Isaiah Bradley, Isaiah Bradley is one of the, um, one of the few remaining pe- puzzle pieces to complete the Young Avengers. Because his grandson Patriot. is yeah, Patriot. His
1: idea, Patriot. Yeah,
0: So it's all coming together. Like they are 100% gearing up to do Young Avengers. That's fucking
2: dope, dude. Like that's, yeah. I, I just, I'm really appreciating that all of these things that we thought we knew. They're like, you thought that everything Captain America was all sunshine and rainbows and, and patriotic music and salutes and look at this fucking guy. No, there's some dark shit there. And I really, really appreciate that because they're not shying away from it. And I'm really enjoying the interaction between Sam and Bucky. That, that's that been a, a fucking delight. Um, the fact that now Zemo's involved is a whole nother layer of shit that is mm-hmm. super interesting. Like, can you trust him? Can you not trust him? He's a villain, so you automatically can't trust him, but you kind of can based on his feelings about what's going on. And like, it's it's just, it's, it's really, really compelling. And like, honestly, we didn't talk about it last time, but like last week's episode, when they're in the fucking therapy session and they're staring at each other and they're talking about, like what their beef is, basically. And Bucky basically breaks for just a second. Mm -hmm. He was just like, you gave up that shield and he said that you were good and that you deserved it and you were a good man and you gave up that shield and that means he was wrong. And if he was wrong about you, then he was wrong about me. And I'm like, oh, fuck, (laughs) like, damn.
0: I need Steve to have been right. It's too important. Like that, yeah, that whole, oh, God. Yeah. Also, god damn Daniel Brule is good. The yeah. fucking master manipulation. Like he'll have a like a little remark after everything that he'll have the one person like he when 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 Bucky just fucking destroys the people in that bar. Oh god, that was He great. leans over and he's like, "It's pretty uh pretty quick how he's able to get back into that, huh?" <laughs> like sowing the seeds of distrust, motherfucker. Oh, so good. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, like, that's,
2: oh my god, yeah, like, it's, but, like, just to think that, like, that Sharon Carter has had to essentially create a an existence for herself, you know? Like, she's like, I'm this underground art dealer who, like, has these lavish parties, and, like, what the fuck is that? But, like, it was it's kind of fucking cool too you know like it's yeah it's again more of this more of these layers that like i'm just really really enjoying and like the action has been great like it's fucking marvel's got their shit together and
1: like
0: it's 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 just it's (laughs) just an embarrassing way when you oh yeah yeah
1: it's a night and day difference yeah when you see what they're doing now because I, I mean i think the thing i like the most about i'm enjoying the most about when uh, falcon and winter soldier is also just how they're laying out like what the world is like post end game because it's not like so many other superhero stories where like this major planet potential like this potential planet destroying event happens and then like the next time you see them, like everything is just like normal and cool and like back to normal. And, and, and with this, we're seeing exactly how like just the layers of how like what Thanos did really affected the world. And, and even after our heroes went through everything they went through to kind of bring everyone back, that there still isn't a sense of normal even after some time has passed. And after some pe- – and, and, and that there are, there are actual programs that are that are put together in-universe that are designed to help people get back on their feet. You know, uh, like I, I think that's the thing I, I enjoy the most, just that they haven't forgotten about like the details, like the stuff, that, like the minor stuff. Like it's because it's easy to get wrapped up in just what, you know, what Sam and Bucky are doing. And and the story with the with uh, with the uh, with New Cap or Dark Cap or U.S. Agent, however you want to call them, <laughs> that you know that like this this you know like the grant the, the wider world still hasn't recovered from from everything that happened and and that it's going to be a major part of everything still involved in the MCU going forward. So it's not just a thing of like well Thanos was destroyed, a little bit of time went by and everything was back to normal. It's like no 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 no. Even after time has passed, they're, like there are still going to be uh, people and uh, places that are still very much affected by everything that went down with Endgame.
2: Yeah, one of the things that I that I thought was interesting is like I'm kind of giving you guys like running commentary of what going what's going through my head as I'm watching this. So like, Carly breaks into that um, what is it the Global uh, Repatriation Act or Council like the something like yeah, that? I think it's the GRC. The yeah. GRC. She goes in there and she's like, you know, you're just sitting on this food. You're not giving it to the people and I'm, I'm going to help the people. And I'm like, oh, she's got the super soldier serum and she's doing this. She's like the spiritual successor to Cap. This is kind of cool. <laughs> like she's, And I'm watching this and then the fucking building blows up. And the guy's like, you blow up the building. She's like, that's the only thing they understand. And I was like, well, I guess she's not. No, Cap. Never yeah, mind. Not and,
0: <laughs> and what's really alarming about that is i mean it's like you know she just blew up a building full of people who were like like u.n peacekeepers basically um not like mercenaries not fucking uh uh uh, you know like uh fucking uh, uh uh like the empire in fucking kosovo or some shit like guys who were just there to like hold on to food and we're like doling things out and yeah she blew up that fucking building and when she gets called on it she's not angry she's not uh uh, uh no more like fool. she's dispassionate yeah she's like it's the only language they understand like oh you're fucking scary yeah that's bad
2: <laughs> and like what's interesting too is I mean, I almost want to know more about this because what she's saying is, is like, well, when everybody came back from the blip, she's like, oh, everything was great for us. Like, we're we're hearing that and maybe it was. But like, I'm wondering how bad it actually was. Were they essentially just like strong arming people? Were they thugs or were they like it's, it's essentially like a zombie apocalypse? We're doing whatever we possibly can to survive sort of thing. And we're just like, this is this is what we're doing. You know, we're helping with it. We're helping everybody. And there's a certain amount of like you know the bad people we can't let them get it back into power and to a certain degree i can kind of understand that i kind of get that like where they're coming from but at the same time like it's just like you're starting to see the cracks in this and they they really they're not doing that thing where it's like oh these guys are, are straight villains and they're totally bad but they're giving you a little bit like little glimpses where you're like, wait, no, maybe there's some good here. And then every time I feel that way towards Carly and her group of mercenaries, I can't remember what, what the name of the group is. Um, flag flag smashers. smashers. Thank you. Flag Smashers. Every time I think about that with the Flag Smashers, I'm like, oh, maybe they're not so bad. And then they do something really shitty.
0: and I'm like, ah, there it is. It's, <laughs> it's Rufio and Peter. Peter disappeared. Rufio st- stepped up. He took c- to control of the situation. And then Peter comes back and everybody's like, oh, this is great. And he's like, motherfucker, I've been working this whole time. You're all just gonna act like everything's cool because he cause this motherfucker's back. Yeah. And he's not even in fighting form. Like we have to get him back into shape. Fuck that shit. Yeah, because yeah. you gotta think, when when the blip happened, it wasn't just, you know, your average person that disappeared. It was a bunch of superheroes and it was a bunch of people in government and it was a bunch of really fucking rich people um and all that chaos people had to step up and i i the feeling i get is it's more about not so much we want to be in power as this system disappeared for a little while and overall you know for 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 people who are really well off You know the quality of life dropped but for people who were you know living shitty lives the quality of life went up it kind of normalized things and then when everybody was able to come back the expectation was just like well for me it was like you know five minutes ago so why wouldn't i just expect to go back to my fortune 500 job or my uh, uh my fucking you know forbes 100 company and keep running things um So, yeah, it's 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 very Winter Soldier in that it's, you know, there's a lot of kind of gray area and um, the way things are explored is is like, you know, they're they're doing terrible things. Um, maybe some more so than others in some degrees. Yeah. Um, and and like, what's really interesting, and, and, and it, they do a great job with that scene in particular because you instantly get a, a, a feeling of like, not only, it's like, I thought we were here to do a certain job and I thought we were going to do it in a certain way and you have decided independent of everybody else, to do it a completely different way, in a way that we would not have been okay with. And I think that is really telling, and that is a great way to showcase her character, is um, is as a, a very flawed, uh, um, as, as an antagonist by being, by way of being a very flawed protagonist. Like, ultimately what she wants isn't, unse- isn't necessarily a bad thing, it's the way she's going about doing it. And yeah, yeah that's and- really fucking engaging.
2: And she's also not really, like, going into detail. Like, a, you ask Steve Rogers, like, what is it that you stand for? He can tell you exactly what it is. This is what's right and this is wrong, what's wrong. And he can define it very, very clearly. With, with Carly, I feel like, and, and this Flag Smashers, you're not going to get that. Well, what do you want? We want it the way it was before. Well, what exactly is that? Well, yeah. the way it was before. But what? We need yeah, more than that. that mean? And, that's, and that's typically like where you see... No, nah, I wouldn't say with all heroes and villains, because like most heroes know exactly what it is they're standing for. Occasionally, you're, sometimes your really, really good stories will have them not know exactly what it is that they're standing for. Same thing with villains. Villains know exactly what they want, and I think that's what makes them such compelling... Um, villains in this case. I wouldn't even say villains. I would just say like protagonists, or uh, antagonists, is that like they don't really know exactly what they want? They just know that they want they want to help people, but is murdering people helping people? You're stealing from them. You're stealing from the rich to give to the poor. Very Robin Hood. We fucking dig that. But you know what? Robin Hood didn't really do. He didn't go through and just like
0: wantonly murder innocent people. Like yeah, it, it's, like Robin and the Merry Men make a point of avoiding violence where possible. Yes. Like this is purely about money. And, and, and like class and status. Like, I'm not here to, I'm not, I'm not, you know, murdering the rich and then robbing them. <laughs> it's no, if I had your money and more people had your money, they could do more with it. Um, it was, light. it was lighthearted and fancy free, and there's, ah, yeah. they swing across on a road. You know? A lot of yeah. like kissing of, of hands while I slip, you know, ruby rings off your fingers. <laughs> yeah. Uh,. Uh-huh. <laughs> fucking
2: prince of these thank you i love that goddamn um, movie i do too I, like and, and his inability to do a fucking british accent yeah like <laughs> man he didn't even try <laughs> it's it's impressive <laughs> apparently, apparently robin of laxley is from idaho yeah um <laughs> so yeah i think i mean we've we've pretty much hit on it um well quick update when or mc did you have something
1: well yeah Marbury, what, what are you about to say
2: I was gonna ask when does uh, Loki premiere?
1: It's like June. Oh, not June. It's May something. Motherfucker. Because there's only yeah. there's only there's only a couple episodes left of Falcon halfway Winter Soldier. Through? Actually, yeah, we're halfway through now. We're there's only three both episodes this left. This Yeah, Ooh. there's only three episodes left.
0: And then there's the there's the special the week after that, and then um, the oh shit, it's like early to mid May. Yeah, there's, they do a, a one-week break, but the break isn't actually a break. It's it's a behind-the-scenes special of the previous series, and then the new series starts.
1: So it's, it should be May 7th, then. I think May 7th is the, uh, the date for Loki. I didn't watch any of the behind-the-scenes stuff with WandaVision.
2: Was that worth watching? 100%. I yeah. liked it. Was it? Okay. Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. So... Uh, all of you out there listening right now who are wondering these questions i'm here for you i'm oh. your guide to let you know <laughs> through mc and rambo what you should and what you shouldn't want this is this is why we're a team this is why we're a broadcasting team instead of just one of us because right. we all complement each other
1: well it appears that you're going to be taking a break is loki doesn't premiere until june 11th oh no shit yeah june june 11th 2021. That's I mean, fine.
0: Builds an excitement. I guess that schedule for it, that know? somebody built was was screwy, or they pushed yeah. it
1: back. I think I, mean, it's, I think it's that they pushed it back because the the release date for this came out. I want to say like a week and a half ago, maybe two weeks.
2: Mm. I mean, bottom line is is like pandemic fucked a lot of shit up. Okay. Like let's yeah. let's all be honest here. Like, I'm I'm not gonna uh, be hate. I'm not gonna be hateful if we have to wait for Loki because that looks like it's gonna be dope as shit anyways.
0: Oh wait, part of this was also like um because there was a big spreadsheet somebody made of the complete schedule yeah. uh, for the for the whole year. Yeah, and there wasn't a there wasn't a week starting in like middle of January where something wasn't coming out from the MCU. Yeah, be you know
1: that it, it, it was. What? black widow got moved back yes that's what it was because that that was that is technically what's supposed to be out on may 7th was supposed to be black widow wow. so that
2: was gonna fill that was gonna fill the gap yeah so is that gonna be a, another one of those like it'll be out in theaters but if you're still not feeling safe about it you can watch it on disney yeah, plus for access, 30 yeah. bucks or
1: something Yuck.
0: i'm not opposed to that but 30 just seems like a lot uh, don't don't give them the money do not give them that money because it's just encouraging them to go. Oh, this is what we should do. Go going forward. The more yeah. people that spend money on that, and and they're just they're very recently taking a bath on Raya, which good, good. You uh, fucking should. Yeah, um Raya Raya looks so
2: fucking good, man. And it I'm absolutely going to, does. Going to Disney 100%. World in a
0: week, like <laughs> it looks. Yeah, it yeah. looks fucking great, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. But when you have uh uh when, funny enough here's here's the one place here's the one place that Warner Brothers is doing something better than than Disney is when you have Warner Brothers who was like hey we're going to release our movie uh Dan Date on HBO Max for a month and then it'll only be available in theaters until we release it on on uh, on Blu-ray um and you have like them pulling like starting to get like record numbers on shit versus you have Disney who's like, oh, for only $30, you can watch this uh, uh, as many times as you like. But, you know, if we ever decide to pull it off the off the, the, the,
1: the, the service, fuck you. Um it, it always becomes free after three three months. So, like, Raya mm-hmm. is going to be on Disney Plus for free in June. Yep. Okay. And, so and that's the other thing, wanna, too,
2: is I'm patient. I can wait,
0: man. Yeah, exactly. I, it's And you know cheap. what else? I'm also cheap. So, like... <laughs> there's... There's... We, you know, we've talked many times about our different perspectives on Disney. Yes. There's no reason in the world to give them more money. No. They I mean, I'm have, not... I'm a fan, coming.
2: I'm a yeah. fan, but I am not a fan boy. Let's clear that up real quick. Absolutely. Okay, I, you will never, ever hear me blindly defend that company. Okay. Cause they have done plenty of shitty things, but I still, the, in my opinion, the good outweighs the bad with them. That's the balancing act of this. And as we've said, you know, there's, there's no ethical consumption in capitalism. And if you want um all of these things without any bad then go in the woods and write your squirrel fan fiction which you can buy your own squirrel fan fiction hoodie on the Great geek refuge t-shirt shop which is on teespring just go to teespring search ggr and you'll see it right there shameless shameless self-promotion nice, <laughs> nice. yeah man uh, good stuff guys yeah what were we, yeah, yeah. You, did you have something else mr brooks
1: yeah so i mean we we have uh we've glossed over one like kind of major thing that wasn't really part of the episode much which is what do we think about this wakanda angle oh, fuck, man yeah. <laughs> Good call. no like i because I, I, I gotta say i was very surprised well for because like when i saw bucky walk off i'm like why is he walking off in some place he, he doesn't know about? Like, what the fuck is he doing? And he's then he a, sees, he's got a pee and th-
2: he doesn't want to do it in front of them.
1: So. And maybe so. But then he saw the sphere and I was like, wait a second. He picks up one like, uh, uh, off the
0: ground. Yeah. First. And then yeah, and then he starts walking. And I was like, oh shit. I th- I thought it was gonna be an Ikea. I thought it was gonna be an Ikea. I'm certainly happy with who we got.
1: With but- yeah. With Io, yeah. <laughs> So, oh, like, man. I mean, because I got to say, like, I wasn't anticipating, like, Wakanda getting involved in, in, in this. But also, it makes sense that they would get involved.
0: Mm-hmm. And and funny enough, they probably wouldn't have until Zemo became, came into play. Yep. And the second yeah. he did, it was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. The man who killed Baron Zemo broke out of prison. The man who mm-hmm. killed our king. Exactly. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> so, so, like, yeah, here's the thing. Good call, dude. So, so and, here, and here's the other thing, because I feel like this could be tied into something that we for sure know. So, like, Doctor Strange was, like, rumored to appear in WandaVision. We know for a fact that there's going to be a major cameo in Episode 5. We just oh, don't shit, know yes. who we just don't know who it's going to be, and Wakanda is showing up makes this kind of like well this could, I mean there, there's a there's a number of people this could be, it could Nakia could show up, it could be perhaps one of the other Avengers. Some people have suspected that perhaps this could have been something Chadwick shot before you know he passed.
2: Shit, and they've kept it quiet
1: you know like we we don't necessarily know like who or what this character can is who who is going to show up in in episode 5 and like it the the news from that came from someone who who actually works on the show that there's a there's a cami there there is a major cameo in episode 5
2: oh i'm going to have to bring my laptop with me on vacation then <laughs> 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 like Okay, cool. You know, no problem. I got no problem watching that. Uh, Oh, yeah. The other thing. Like, I was thinking that we we, we were done. Uh, We missed a huge fucking thing. And I want to talk about this because we talked about this in our little chat that we have. I'm going to say something very, very controversial right now.
0: Controversy. Um,
2: um, I enjoy the new cap. I said it. I like Wyatt Russell. I think as a former um, military man myself... I like his backstory i like that he was just a fucking like this is just a squared away soldier this was a dude who was just like this this was your like your gi joe this is like this guy was the man and like i understand i get it he's got big shoes to fill man steve rogers was an icon a legend and replacing a legend is not easy like we've seen this before with other superheroes we've seen this before with sports if you're a sports fan this happens all the time It's the reason why after Cal Ripken Jr. retired from the Baltimore Orioles, they actually lost a huge chunk of their fan base. A lot of them stuck around because they were loyal to the team, but a lot of people grew up idolizing that dude, myself included. And, like, once he left, the the veneer was kind of lost. You're like, well, my hero is gone now. Who's going to replace him? And there wasn't really anybody defined that could do it. Here's the other aspect of this as well. Um... You're supposed to not like him. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, oh, I don't fucking like him. I, yeah, we know. Because you're not supposed to. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's your fucking stepdad. Yeah. He's your mom's it's, new boyfriend. That's the point. Exactly, yes. And, like, he's not supposed to have the shield. Get it? Like, he, he's not the bad guy, but he's not the right guy. That That's what this is, you know? Like, it's like... I just wish people would give him a shot. Like, I don't feel like, um, what's his name? It's not John Carter. Um, John Walker, right? Yeah. John, John Walker. I don't feel like John Walker is a villain. People definitely want him to be. I feel like he's a, he's a stooge. I feel like he's going to do whatever the government tells him to do.
0: And that, that right there is the key to the character. Steve, Was a patriotic guy who wanted to do the best he possibly could. Steve is Captain America. John Walker is a soldier, a damn fine soldier, but a soldier who was given the mantle of Captain America. Yeah. Steve didn't report to military brass. John has made a career of doing that exact thing so i think that a lot of people really want him to end up being the villain of this show when in reality it's going to be more of a commentary on like well no it's not that it's not that john is a bad guy it's that john is a career soldier and that's not the person you want representing you as like the perfect embodiment of america and i think that is really interesting and Mm -hmm. like i mean you've got what so, Steve is the established one. Like he, like he was Captain America. It is Captain America. You have the reveal of Isaiah Bradley. So you get the really, really dark side of that coin. You get John Walker and representing the new version, which is um, almost like corporately mandated by the U.S. military yeah. and
1: propaganda. One hundred percent, kind 100%. of like, kind of like, oh, yeah. kind of like original Cap. Like the original yep. version of Cap from from, from the, from the forties. Well, there shit. go. He, and he there even says, he even says
0: her in the good morning America interview. Oh, I've been doing all these interviews and all this. So like, yeah, MC nail on the head. Yeah. He is being used 100% as propaganda. Like there was never any question that the military was going to be like, yeah, we're no captain America has to exist. And it makes it all the easier. Sam just gives it up.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, and that I, and I think they were always going to come to the shield. They were going to come for the shield, even if Sam had decided to keep it for himself. Mm-hmm. That they were, that they were, they were like I I don't know if they'll do it in the show, and I kind of hope that they do. But I I was kind of I was of the opinion that they were going to come get it from Sam either way because they really wanted someone else to be Cap, someone that can control. Yep, and,
0: and someone he, who's going to yeah, Someone who's going to follow orders. Yeah, yeah hundred percent
2: yeah and it's i am i'm really interested in his in his like running me there um battle star is that his name yeah, yeah.
1: Battlestar. star yeah
2: yeah because like not we we haven't been told one way or the other that these guys are modified or enhanced in any way shape or form right like these are just like they're, soldiers. they're not as just they no th- these are just dudes yep. so i'm wondering if that's gonna f- come into play at all like are we going to have another vial of the super soldier serum and then all of a sudden they give it to john walker and it becomes a thing
1: well that'll be well think about what came up uh there are only as far as we know 12 vials of the that serum that still exist because the the lab in, was destroyed
0: and well, it, was, we it, was, that,
1: it was what it was 20 there was 20 total there, was, there were 20 total yeah and
0: we and do we know how many flags matches there are
1: I think there's eight. I think it was, it. A, yep. was there. there. there
0: eight. Twelve is a magic
2: number.
1: But so hold up we, there.
2: It. Hold up for a second though. I thought uh, the um, the one guy that uh, Carly was talking to, he was basically. I thought he, he was basically alluding that it was just the two of them that had the super soldier,
0: super soldier serum in them. Hmm. I guess that's possible. But if that's the case, then why was everybody whooping ass on Steve? or not Steve, uh, Sam, and Bucky? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they probably all have it. Fuck. Okay. But let's let let let's just say, just for sake of argument, yep. that there's eight of them. Eight of them have all taken it. So there's 12 left at most. Mm-hmm. Those 12 are going to go to somebody. I mean, and we, we keep talking about the Power Broker. Like, Power Broker is clearly supposed to be, like, behind-the-scenes antagonist. I um, feel like that's going to be a
2: reveal, and it's going to be somebody that we already know. I don't know why. Me. Well, that, well, I don't yeah, know why. I'm just feeling that.
1: I mean, there's a lot of speculation as to who exactly they could be. Some people think it could be Sharon Carter because of some of the st- some of the uh, the stuff she was saying about superheroes, uh, in, in today's in today's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, some people think it could be someone like uh, Thunderbolt Ross. Um, mm-hmm. it could be they could be uh some other some other character who gets introduced. Like we we don't we don't know. Um and i am i i don't i don't have a working theory as to who it could it could necessarily be either i would be throwing
0: out names at this point i have no theories either yeah i automatically discount ross because ross would there's no way he would allow a foreign power of any kind to get access to the super soldier serum like that is staying in the military 100 percent but yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's, fuck. Yeah. yeah. I am I'm, I, you know, and it's funny, a, a buddy of mine was talking about the show and not, not, not like poo pooing it or anything, but talk about how he's kind of bummed because with WandaVision, he it was, it was like, uh, uh, like appointment TV. Like he was like, oh shit, a new episode's out. I need to watch that now. And with this, he's like, oh, cool. Okay. I'll watch that. And he was was, you know, just kind of bummed about that and kind of trying to figure out why. And I think it was, you know, the fact that WandaVision was so weird and so different and so new. Yeah. And so that on the heels of like we hadn't gotten anything for a long time. Yeah. And then we and then with uh, with this show, uh, Fat Wes, as I like to call it um, <laughs> Fat with Wes. Fat Wes. Uh, uh you get it's it, it feels wrong to say more of the same but you get more of a sort of standard mcu type story um done incredibly well as you know the vast majority of mcu stuff is um but it is more of your standard uh kind of rote story uh it's not playing with narrative in a meta in a, 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 a metatextual way it's not you know breaking ground on that kind of stuff um and i i wonder how much stronger the reactions for both of those shows would have been if the original order had been maintained and we got pocket winter soldier first and then got wandavision you really think that it would make that much of a difference I think that i not me wrong. I don't think that, that the, I don't think the reaction for either would have been lesser. I think the reaction for both would have been better. Okay. Um, because, and, and, and like, I think there may have potentially been more of a vocal backlash against WandaVision initially, but I think that the way it's doing, it did different things would have been, um, such a surprise and such a palate cleanser, uh, That it would have been, you know, if 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 you did if you did uh, Falcon Winter Soldier first, you get more of like, hey, here's 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 that standard like here's your usual, you know, when you go to the restaurant, um, here's your 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 standard like you know meatloaf and mashed potatoes, uh, and it's gonna be fucking delicious. You're gonna have a great time. And then when WandaVision comes out, it's like, oh, the fish the the chef made this special just for you. Um, as opposed to, Hey, you haven't had anything for a long time. Uh, uh, quarantine has lifted. You can go and do whatever you want and people go fucking bananas and go to some like new restaurant and try something big and crazy and wild. Um, I think, yeah, there would have been a a pretty substantial, uh, um, uh, uh, reaction for both of those in, in slightly more positive ways. Uh, because it would have been much more of a dramatic shift
1: well i i could see kind of the opposite for one division because i because we don't know how falcon and winter soldier is going to end necessarily but i think i i think wherever it ends people would have just been expecting this like whatever story to just continue as opposed to one division which kind of just felt like its own self-contained thing like falcon Mm -hmm. and winter soldier has larger implications like it's like it, it it it's it's giving us a a more global idea of kind of what the world is like post Thanos and and post Endgame whereas like WandaVision is kind of just self-contained to like this new, this New Jersey town and even though like the stuff we got with WandaVision is great and weird i could see a backlash happening just because it be devi- because of the deviation from like would we would have gotten with the MCU to that point, and with Falcon and Winter Soldier being a continuation of that, uh, like that usual Marvel formula of like how they you know put their stuff, which is I, I'm not saying as a as a complaint, but I mean we were I mean you guys remember just what people were saying about the pacing and how boring the first episodes of WandaVision Division were initially. Like just imagine that coming off of getting more of the same. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean like it, it, it could I mean it could go either way, honestly. Because <laughs> I think there are a lot of people like us who would have who would have just loved whatever like would have loved WandaVision from uh, from the beginning because we like old TV and we would have been interested to see like this weird thing that Marvel is doing that is a deviation from the formula.
2: Oh yeah. And like especially too for me, like it's with with this stuff it, it literally is like a buffet for me. And being a fat guy, uh, I love buffets. And when you're like, when you're like, hey, we're going to do this real high concept, uh, weird shit. Uh, it's called Wandavision, and uh, it's basically like an analogy of how she's dealing with her grief. But then we'll actually come out and tell you exactly this is what's happening. She's dealing with her grief this way. Um, but we're also going to do it in some really fucking interesting ways, and we're going to put all of these like crazy. Um, easter eggs in here we're gonna put all these things out there they're gonna make people think that they know exactly what's happening then you're gonna have gonna have no idea none of it's gonna be right and everybody's gonna keep be keep saying mephisto mephisto and i would be like yeah fucking maybe he's the cameo (laughs) yeah what (laughs) fucking mephisto again with this asshole um yeah but like i'm done sold give me two scoops of that put it on my plate and then they're like hey we're gonna give you something that is essentially like every single um Marvel movie you've seen up to this point as far as the action and the pacing and all those things and I would be like Yeah, okay, cool. Put that on my plate too. And they'd be like, but we didn't really tell you what the plot is oh, I don't give a shit. Just cool. Like sounds great. Do it like I'm I'm in no matter what and they, Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for it at this point and The funny thing is is like growing up. I was probably more DC character than I was Marvel and I've
0: completely flipped the MCU has flipped me like a pancake.
1: A better recent track record.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's 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 why I never understood people who were like, oh, I, I, you know, I love Moon Knight. But I only read Moon Knight. OK, well, what about when a new creative team comes on and they suck? You're going to just keep reading shitty comics. Well, I like Moon Knight. OK, great. I like comic books, so I'm going to read what's good. Yeah. If that means I'm going from DC to Marvel to Image to Dark Horse, that, that's fine by me. I don't understand this fucking brand loyalty. Like do you own stock? Like what, <laughs> <laughs> what's the what's the motivation here?
2: Is your last name DC? Like <laughs> Yes, I am <laughs> Daniel Daniel Costanza, yes, that's me, DC. That's actually, I I own DC Comics, and I have a vested interest in how they do, so that's why I only like them. Um, Yeah, like, fanboys in general, like, where it's like, it's this or nothing. Like, that's that never, ever works for me. Like, especially, like, you should be able to question the creators on their decisions, and, like, it, it shouldn't, like, you should also give some creative license. I think that's the other thing that it comes down to for me, is, like, I am willing to take the ride on some crazy shit and, like, that's why, of all of the series, fucking WandaVision and Loki were the most exciting to me. It was because, like, I knew what Falcon and Winter Soldier was going to be for the most part. Um, Fat West. I knew what Fat West was going to be. Oh, Fat West. <laughs> oh, Fat West. But, like, yeah, I didn't know what we were going to get with Loki. And I thought it was really interesting. And, same thing with WandaVision. And, I mean, fuck, that's why I'm excited about, um, Multiverse of Madness, too, because it's going to be Man. something. That exactly. Gonna be crazy. Yes, exactly. Like, it's going to be something different. And, like, some of my favorite art, some of my favorite music is the shit that's just, like, I've never heard anything like this. Like, it's, you can go back and listen to all of the bands that we've talked about where I've said, like, these are the bands that I like the most. And I'll say, to you, say many, many times... I love this band because I remember being a kid and listening to them. And the first time I heard them, I was like, what the fuck is this? And like, it's that's that's super engaging to me. Like, I love when you hear something that is like nothing else. Like, you can't confuse this for anything else. And like, that's what I love about this Marvel shit so far is that like everything. Sometimes, you know, they're calling their shot. A lot of times Marvel's telling you, like, hey, this is exactly what we're going to do. And we're sitting back and we're like, yeah, cool. We know. Do it. Like, we're fucking ready. Here's our popcorn. Let's do this shit. Like, <laughs> that, I think that's the way everybody was going into Endgame. Uh, in, we all knew that eventually a lot of these superheroes were going to come back. Okay? Like, they're not going to just completely take Spider-Man from us. Like, that's that's not fucking happening. We, we all knew that. But it was how they did it. And I don't think I – I have not – I have yet to hear anybody say
1: I didn't like –
2: Endgame.
1: game Oh you I mean they they're out there There's oh, A lot of people that. calling calling you mid calling you mid tier mid game
0: <laughs> Yeah well those it's people are all wrong So sad to be that contrarian that you can't find joy in things Again it's it's like that
2: it's like that character from The Boondocks the blind guy um that's Thank before me he yeah, before he lost his vision, looking at the sunset and going, this is some old bullshit. Like, that's, <laughs> that, that's what this is, is those people who are those mid-tier. Fuck off, you're mid-tier. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. So on that note, I want to thank everybody for, for joining us for another lovely journey into the nerdy and geeky realm here at the diner. Um, I want to thank MC Brooks. I want to thank James Rambo. Uh, folks will be back after our much needed spring break. Um, I wish that like we could do like they do on, uh, they used to do on MTV in the nineties and we'd all get like, like a big fucking like beach house or something like that and do specials and be like, Hey, check it out. It's Mike outside by the pool. You know, we're going to play this next video by Sugar Ray. Like, You know we don't. They don't do that anymore. And you know there's a fucking pandemic too. So like I don't know if you guys are seeing what's going on in fucking Miami, but like stay away from beaches right now because people are assholes. So there's (laughs) that. But again, we appreciate that you spend a little bit of your time uh, every week listening to our uh, tomfoolery and hijinks. So thank you very very much. Uh, As I mentioned before with our shameless promotion when I was talking about our T-shirts and uh, our our sweatshirts and things like that that we have, you can check those out. Those are on. Teespring. If you go to teespring.com and you search uh, GGR or Great Geek Refuge, you will see the various wares uh, that we provide for all of those lovely folks out there who like to support the Great Geek Refuge. Anytime you buy a t-shirt, anytime you buy a hoodie, anything like that, uh, all that money goes to funding the website. So you are supporting us by doing that. We do also have a Patreon as well. There's some cool stuff with the Patreon. So thank you all again. We really appreciate all the support that you guys provide. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, check us out. You can be part of our Great Geek, great geek Refuge Facebook group as well. Lots of uh, fun things going on there. But for all of us here, um, good night. Stay safe. Keep wearing those masks. Try to get the vaccines if you possibly can. And remember, together, there are no heights that we can't reach.